0: This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text Better B E T T E R to eight eight four zero eight to download the app today. And
1: now here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much, and welcome back to our second hour for this Sunday morning, folks. It's a glorious and wonderful Sunday morning out there. Hope you uh, have intention of doing some things that will let you enjoy it one of them being i hope that you will enjoy the next hour of our program this uh, is uh, the second and final hour of our program today every sunday from eight until ten and uh, next saturday i will resume being on the air saturday afternoons from one until three we've had a lot of preemptions on klif sister station to bap and but it will start up again next saturday every Saturday from 1 until 3 and I hope you'll join me there too. Mike Bass also produces that one for me. That's at 570 on the AM dial. Right now though we need some phone calls. We are starting this hour fresh at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now won't you please? And I begin this hour as I do every Sunday morning with our SPCA of Texas pet of the week but we have pets of the week since I was preempted yesterday and uh, David sent me two and uh, these are two senior dogs and uh, nice dogs they look like really nice dogs so I'm gonna go ahead and read both of them I just uh, have it in my heart to give you two dogs this week Uh, I'll just kind of read through them fairly quickly a lot of it is duplicate information Uh, the first of the dogs is Prince Prince is a handsome little pity looking dog as in Pitbull for a healing foster uh, or a foster he's uh, needing some healing or a foster to adopt arrangement with the SPCA of Texas. Prince is a very uh, down-to-earth guy for a, a dog with such a name. You don't have to bow or anything like that but if you showed up with an occasional toy or a treat it would be appreciated. He's nine years old. He does still like to get out and roll in the grass zoomies are not entirely a thing of the past yet but as an older dog prince has developed some hip issues that need to be addressed surgically and uh, listen for details on that in about two sentences prince will have some recovery time before he's back up to snuff again under a foster program the spca of texas will cover all costs of his medical treatment the foster need only provide care and the love a doggy deserves Prince still has a lot of love to give in his golden years, and he'd love to find someone to share them with. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Prince has been neutered, microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He is waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Dallas Animal Care Center, and that's at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. I'll give you more details on that one. Let me look ahead here. Not need to give them all to you here. It's different on the other dog. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon to six. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org/find-a-pet. One word: spca.org/find-a-pet. Visit spca.org/dog-adopt. To inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat. And this is Prince. So it's spca.org slash find a pet and you enter the name Prince. And we'll hope that we can get him a, a home, a foster home if it needs to be. And uh, they will cover all the cost of his hip surgery. But uh, then the foster uh, caretaker would uh, then give him the TLC, the love and and kind of baby him along. That'd be good. All right, now the other SPCA of Texas Dallas dog is My Guy. Oh, nobody's going to get this one right uh, when you go to spell it, but it's M-A-I-G-A-I. So, good luck. I hope we can get you to My Guy. M-A-I-G-A-I. Let's do that again. I messed that one up. M-A-I-G-A-I. Today's SPCA of Texas dog, My Guy, is a big old German Shepherd mix, hoping to find a good forever home with the SPCA of Texas uh, uh, listeners. My Guy has the classic Shepherd coat with big rounded ears. He's tipping in just beneath the 100-pound mark. He's almost nine and a half years old. Don't let his age fool you, though. He still has a good bit of pep in his step. He does enjoy a good romp in the play yard or a brisk stroll about if a walk is on the agenda. While he's not as rambunctious as he was in his younger days, there are potential adopters who might appreciate that. Remember also that the SPCA of Texas has a Seniors for Seniors program where those who are 65 and older can adopt dogs and cats seven years of age for free. So... Both of these dogs would qualify in that case. My guy came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray at the very end of 2022. Not much is known about his precious life, previous life. we don't know if it's precious, previous life. But he's been quite the agreeable older gentleman since he's been a guest of the SPCA of Texas. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, my guy has been neutered, microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas' Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so a prior appointment is necessary to meet him. The easiest way to make that is to find his profile at spca.org dogs, spca.org dogs, and click on the Make an Appointment button. Please browse our available animals at spca.org slash find a pet. That's what I mentioned to you earlier. Visit spca.org slash dog adopt or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about specific animals. So that's my guy, M-A-I-G-A-I, my guy. The, just a little short of a hundred pound, his age is... Trouble with my glasses here. Big trouble with these glasses. Um, Nine and a half years old. German Shepherd. There we go. That's all sponsored by Mueller. Thank you. I looked up at my phone screen and you're all there. Thank you for filling it. I get right to you. By Mueller, when people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing, but that name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means you get tons of added value, such as roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. Give them a call at 877-2-Mueller. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller, 877 Two six eight three five five three or com because Mueller means more. Baylor Scott and White
0: Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now, or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text Better, at B E T T E R to eight eight four zero eight to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil
1: all right stubby thank you sir let's go to arlene in richardson first call for this hour hi arlene thanks for calling
2: uh, i've got a problem with my backyard it's completely it looks dead there's little patches of grass that that i could step on it and then it moves so i don't Ooh. think it's even connected and there's some bare Bare spots. I don't know what happened to it. I've got three healthy patches of dandelions out there, <laughs> so I don't think it was a weed killer. But I don't know what to do. But do I wait and see whether there's grass that's going to come, or do I just ask my What kind of grass did you would? have, Arlene? It was mostly there was some Bermuda, mostly uh, uh, Saint Augustine it was a blend okay
1: all right it's been I there would for wait 60 another, years. <laughs> yeah I, I would wait another month or so how did it look in september
2: september when was september oh it i think it was okay I, as far as i can remember but it was it did have those dead patches though where there was no yeah, grass the reason
1: i all. ask reason I ask, I was just dodging like dodgeball questions about St. Augustine in August and September last year, and uh, people were assuming that the lawns were being just ravaged by drought, and in reality, most of the damage that I was seeing as I drove around town, uh, most of the damage was caused by chinch bugs. It was a really bad year for chinch bugs. Now, they're not going to cause the grass to be loose, but with so much time passing since last summer, uh, that would let it lose its uh, roots. Their roots, are, uh, Saint Augustine roots, are tiny, and and they would decay mm-hmm. in that length of time. So that's a possibility. It's possible also that that. Um, it's not very likely but it would be a possibility of grub worm damage it was not a particularly bad year for grub worms it could also be take all root rot in the uh, in the spring but that's not likely you would have noticed that in Mm -hmm. in may and june not not all the way through the summer so i kind of suspect you may be seeing one of two things either chinch bug damage, or maybe the the shade finally, if, if it's in shaded areas, maybe shade you finally got bad enough that the grass just died out in those areas. Oh, there wasn't, but, there's
2: not much shade back there. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, then I'll bet it was chinch bugs. and and uh, so, But you'll know better in, oh, by the first of April, the middle of April, and oh, if you have areas okay. where the grass just doesn't even try to come back out, if it's just absolutely, if you look at it and say, there is nothing there on april 15th then you probably do need to consider putting some some new grass in if the if the um, grade of the soil is smooth in those areas i would suggest uh, either buying some plugs in trays and just checkerboarding them into the area uh, that are the areas that are bare or digging some sod and or digging some sod and cutting the plugs yourself and, and checkerboarding uh-huh. them into the bare areas. I'm sorry, I uh-huh. didn't hear what you were asking.
2: Uh, when, when would I buy the
1: plugs? Mid-April, mid after mid-April.
2: Mid April. Oh, uh, I when, see. Okay.
1: Yeah, when, when you are sure that there's nothing coming back, you can't tell until about the middle of April. St. Augustine mm-hmm. is kind of sluggish in the spring.
2: I ought to know that. By this time, I've been here 65 years. So.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we always hope. Come on, we I know you can hope. do it. Yeah. Hope springs eternal in the springtime. Yes, spring time. it
2: does. Yeah. Uh, and if I have to reside it, I'm 90 years old. I can't do that, and my young man is not that reputable. He maybe knows how to cut the grass, and that's about it.
1: I I uh, do understand. Is there somebody is that, on your block who could be hired? Maybe a teenage boy who wants to earn a little money. Who would would you you cut the plugs about four inches by four inches, oh, and just make that sure that, big, that they uh-huh. get put into the ground? Biggie, pardon uh-huh. me.
2: that big? Okay,
1: yeah, not four very inches. big, just four four by mm-hmm. four inches, about the size of a golf uh, on, a, yeah. on a golf course, a golf hole, and, and put them about sell, sixteen inches apart. Okay.
2: They sell those plugs, don't they, at the nurseries?
1: Yes. They'll they'll be in plastic trays.
2: Yeah. Uh okay, okay. All righty. I guess I gotta wait until the middle of April and see what happens out there. That's
1: yeah, just my a daughter, month. My daughter
2: My daughter, I guess it, is, isn't it? <laughs> My daughter yeah. has five long haired dogs and all I'm getting are these runners. Stuck to their hair when they come in the house.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say she has five long-haired sons, and I was going to say, "There you go. There's your help."
2: (laughs) No, I have one, one, one long-haired son, but he's in the sixties, so he's not too healthy. So that's no help either.
1: There's somebody out there who will help you. There's
2: somebody. Okay, thank you so much. Good luck.
1: You're a sweetheart. Take care. Have a good Mm -hmm. day. All right. We'll come back and go to Michael in Terrell, David in Fort Worth. We have good questions coming up. I'm looking at the question. They're fun. They look like interesting questions. So I want to describe my book in a way that I haven't done before. And, you know, I haven't I haven't really I'm, – I'm just trying to think of an approach that I really haven't gone to um, – I haven't talked a lot about the vines and ground cover chapters. Those are the two shortest chapters of my book. The book has 11 chapters. One of them is, uh, chapter one is the basics, and chapter two is the calendar I've talked about a lot of when to do everything, and then you have trees and shrubs and vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables. And vines and ground covers out of all those are are the two shortest chapters because there aren't that many vines and ground covers. But Especially ground covers are such an important part of our landscaping, and you need to choose the right ground covers. If you have areas of your lawn that are bare beneath trees, and you say, I've tried St. Augustine in those areas, and I know it gets enough sun, and I just can't get the grass to grow. The St. Augustine dies away. I'm going to try fescue, but it dies away and you're thinking about pruning the trees up higher and higher, before you do that, there's a really good chance that you don't get enough, sun, and you're just fooling yourself. I have had, it's the most common question I get, and I've had this argument with people until I'm blue in the face. I don't argue, but I just sit there or stand there patiently and listen, and I know that I just wish I could say, you're wasting money. This chapter could save you, hundreds of dollars by showing you alternatives to turf grass for shade. Uh, there are two pages in the book that are our backyard where I can't grow grass because of our pecan and oak forest, and uh, where I've shown alternatives to ground, with ground covers that will tolerate the shade. That chapter alone may pay for the whole book for you on ground covers, the best ground covers for shade or sun. So there just is a lot of detail on all of these different topics in this book. Go to my website. That's where you probably are going to order it anyway, at neilsperry.com, and you can see a lot more information on Lone Star Gardening. It is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It's only thirty six ninety five. That's a sale price, trying to help people during this uh, tough economic time. And uh, I'll sign your copy and get it mailed to you. Uh, it uh, is only... Uh, on sale for a short time. I just wanted to help people by uh, getting the book priced at a really affordable price and satisfaction guaranteed or I'll refund every penny I've not ever been asked to refund on the book. 77,000 copies sold. I'll sign your copy, get it mailed on Tuesday. neilsperry.com is where you order and E I L S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. If you prefer to do it by phone, you can call my office weekdays, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
0: Supplies, Helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy
3: Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed. And everyone is welcome.
1: Thank you, Tommy. That is our church, and he is our pastor. And a wonderful pastor, wonderful church, historic church. Holy Communion is uh, is today, first uh, Sunday of each month, and everybody is welcome. Um, also, the uh, 1005 service is live-streamed, so if you'd like to kind of get a, a sampling go to uh, that service at sharingtheheart.org. Arborological Services. They've been serving the Metroplex since 1981. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, Russell Peters, three of the principals at Arborological Services have all been named Arborists of the Year for the Great State of Texas. That's a just a monumental award to be given, and for three of their people to be given it, oh, that's the best it gets. They, their outstanding staff includes 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Most companies are doing well to have one or two. They have 12. They have college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. So you know that you're getting experts when you contact Arborological Services. They are the only company that will ever touch our trees. They have Miguel Pastenez a 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion. They do everything from routine tree maintenance to heroic tree saving. If you need somebody to testify in court uh, for some kind of a casualty loss or vandalism or whatever, they can do that. They do it all, and they do it better than anybody else around. Here's their phone number. It's toll-free, even though they are strictly local. 866 552 7267. On the web, it's Arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Incorporated, INC. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. The Tree Experts. And again, the phone number is eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. Arborological.com, Arborological Services.
0: Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now, or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text Better—that's B-E-T-T-E-R—to eight eight four zero eight to download the My BSW Health app today. And now back to Neil.
1: Back to Michael in Terrell. This is Neil. Michael. Good morning. How can I help you? Uh,
4: good morning, Neil. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. We live in uh, uh, in on a small acreage in Terrell, and and got introduced to this lovely black clay soil. Um, and it's kind of a two part question. in the in the in the rainier months, and we just had this uh, this a large rain a few days ago. Um, the soil is very spongy and and wet. You'll sink in it a, a little bit, maybe an inch when you when you're just walking on it. Uh, it takes forever to dry out. Uh, and then when it does dry, in the, and this is primarily in the in the pasture, when it does dry out in the summer, these huge cracks form. Um, but the first part of it is it the the drainage side of things. Is there a, is there a way to maybe roll the soil, add more soil to it, um, to to help in that uh, in the drying out process?
1: Uh, and, and for what purpose are you wanting to dry it out?
4: Oh, just, just to, just to be able to mow or, or, uh, the, the mower would, would leave big tracks in the, uh, in the yard if it, uh,
1: okay. But remember that you want that moisture in the soil because once you start to get on the, on the tail end of springtime, uh, when it starts to dry out, it's going to have 90 days to dry out before you get the next rain. A lot of years, sure. Um, and and so you want that moisture holding capacity. Uh, that is the nature of a clay soil. It has it has very um, uh, very uh, uh, small. I mean, we're talking about microscopic sized soil particles. They have immense oh. surface area, so they'll hold a lot of moisture. And uh, then when when they uh, Uh, When they dry out, then it takes a lot of water to get them wet again. Uh, Organic matter will loosen a clay soil so that you get moisture and especially air into the soil. So if you're trying to improve a clay soil, you add organic matter, but it will decay and go away, so it's only a temporary thing. But if you're growing a vegetable garden, that's what you would do to get aeration into the soil. Uh, you said you had a two-part question, and I've got a newscast in 15 seconds, so I might have to put you back on hold. But, and, and to David and Fort Worth, I'll come to you right after that. But, uh, but the, uh, the, the way you improve a clay soil is organic matter for a limited space for a vegetable garden, but out in a pasture, you would not do that. Stay with me. I'll be back. DFWs, news, talk, traffic, and
3: weather station. News Talk 820, WBAP. And
5: KPLX, 99.5
6: FM, HD2.
3: A cumulus media station. Trending now.
6: Stuck in the snow. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk classicchevrolet.com
3: WBAP first traffic and weather
6: on the ones in Hearst East Loop 820 southbound between Highway 10 and Glenview Drive is closed due to road construction in Fort Worth Road construction has the right lane closed on 35W southbound between Heritage Trace Parkway and 287. WBAP forecast today sunny with a high near 77 south winds 5 to 15 miles per hour with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour tonight mostly clear with a low around 55 right now it's 61 degrees in Dallas 65 degrees in Fort Worth. Some California residents are stuck in several feet of snow while their governor faces criticism. Fox's Christina Coleman explains why from Los Angeles. Snowstorms pounded mountains in San Bernardino County about 60 miles east of Los Angeles, trapping some residents and forcing them to hunker down with food and water as they wait for crews to plow the heavy snow that has Fallen on main highways and backcountry roads, some residents are also worried about their gas lines possibly leaking. There's also some frustration regarding California Governor Gavin Newsom. Newsom declared a state of emergency for 13 counties to help with disaster relief, but he's still getting blasted for reportedly leaving California on Wednesday during the weather-related emergencies. Winter weather is taking a beating on many, including car owners across the nation, and those with electric vehicles are also not spared the problems caused by Mother Nature. Fox's John Scott reports.
4: Testing shows popular electric vehicle models can lose up to 36% of their advertised driving range in temperatures below 20 degrees. Engineers say a solution will come in the next few years.
6: We do not have any of those issues today in Dallas-Fort Worth. Sunny with a high near 77. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Our next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM, HD2, and WBAP.com.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with a lot of great things, including helpful hardware people, but you already knew that. They're also the place with miracle Grow potting mix. Let me tell you about the whole picture here. Ace is the place that will help you when you go in. Uh, They're going to ask you questions. First question is, how may we help you? They'll greet you at the door. And they will direct you to the person who can help you the most in that particular department, whether it's paint or electric, plumbing, garden, whatever it is. And then they will make sure that you have all of your questions answered. And they may have a few questions of their own to make sure that you have all the necessary uh, ancillary supplies that you'll need. And... uh, So I invite you to stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer to find a great deal on miracle Grow potting mix. One cubic foot bag, sale price two for $15. Your plants want to show off. Give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautifully with miracle Grow potting mix. Their specially formulated mix feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color. It'll grow plants twice as big versus unfed plants. ACE stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. So you're going to be working with people you already know somebody who's on the board at church or who's uh, maybe in the PTA, maybe somebody who coaches Little League with you, whatever. ACE is the place where you're going to succeed. ACE is the place with the helpful hardware folks.
6: Get social with us.
3: Like WBAP on Facebook.
6: Follow us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News.
3: Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP
1: WBAP.com. Here's great news from Baylor Scott & White Health. And they have made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight. Even on weekends when allergies start acting up while we're out in the garden. That's kicking in right now, isn't it? or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care that we need. So we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER 88408. My BSW Health. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. News Talk 820,
3: WBAP,
2: 99.5 FM HD2,
3: and WBAP.com.
1: And finally, Callaway's Nursery. They're bursting with spring color. They always are bursting with color, but right now more than ever. At Callaway, springtime means azaleas. Head into any of their 22 neighborhood locations in DFW for your own gorgeous azaleas in generous three gallon containers. Choose your favorites from their vast selection of encore re blooming azaleas, including Autumn Royalty autumn chiffon, and many others. You'll also find traditional favorites such as pink ruffles, coral bells, and more. Azaleas are cherished for their massive displays of blooms. You'll love this colorful springtime treasure and mass plantings in your landscape. To help with the planting of your new shrubs, try Pick and Plant. You select the plants you want and let them take on the planting. Talk to one of their Texas certified nursery professionals and uh, tap into their knowledge about caring for your new azaleas you can always count on callaway's to bring you the very best everything that they, they sell is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee shop local at the callaway's community stores or order online at callaways.com Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. Only problem with that curbside delivery is you want to go in and see the beauty and all that color. You want to do that. They're open seven days a week starting at nine in the morning. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's callaway's.com.
0: Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today. Or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back
1: to Neil. All right, Stubby. Let's go back to Michael in Terrell. We're talking about black clay and the tradition it has of giving you big feet when you walk through it in the wet weather, and and losing golf balls when you play golf at cheap golf courses in the dry weather. <laughs> I've done both, and uh, it is a, a real problem. Um, there isn't a whole lot you can do out in a pasture. It's going to it's going to be wet for a period of time, and then it's going to dry up on you, Michael, and have the cracks and and uh, there just isn't much way around that. That's just the nature of a, of a clay soil, and this is one of the most extreme of the clay soils. Sure. Uh, when it, yeah, when it comes to a garden, uh, then you can improve it and raise the planting bed. That's the reason that, that raised beds are so critical for vegetable gardens. You can always add water when it gets dry, but you can't suck it out of the soil uh, uh, efficiently when it's when it's overly wet. I I. Didn't have much time to give you a chance to to for for rebuttal, <laughs> so I'll do that now. Uh, yeah, you answered
4: it pretty well um, with the lost golf balls, but I <laughs> guess to, to, on that side of things, should I be filling those cracks? Uh, some of them get pretty
1: deep and pretty wide. Is that no? Is there's that, no end to no? them. I've tried putting water in them, and you'll never get it up to the surface of soil. I right. now water bills are so high that I just say, you know what. I don't know where you're going. I don't know why I'm doing this. I look like an idiot. I'm just not doing this anymore. Okay. <laughs> so no, there's nothing. If you fill it and and then the soil puffs back out again, what's it gonna do? It's gonna belch it back out again and probably well, put it into space. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <it's>, okay.
4: <laughs> no, there's
1: no point in doing anything. You just have to smile and say, well, that's why I moved to Texas. <laughs> yeah okay well i appreciate you know time. the the good news the good news for you michael is had you moved about five miles farther east you'd be in the in the sandy soils of east texas i don't know how far it is but it's not very far you almost made yeah. it pal you almost made At
4: it least, uh, no our landscaper said it's just across the road so we're oh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're we're a b- couple blocks away so
1: and, i had a i had a guy who had 100 acres over between sulfur springs and um uh, it was between Commerce and Greenville. This is this is a true story. It's my favorite story I've ever told about, about the soils of Texas. And it was right on the dividing line between the red soils of East Texas and the black land. And he said, I don't know what's wrong with my water oak tree. You now, water oaks are native to the red soils. He said, I dug it off the back of my property and it was doing great. And I put it out in front of our house and now look at it. And it looked like French's mustard. And the problem was he had the black soil in the front yard, and way out back, 100 acres back, uh, he he had the red soil, and that tree was not adapted to the black soil. It was native within eyesight of his back windows, and yet it wouldn't grow out the front windows. And that's why I say native plants are only native where you find them growing in nature. And and this idea of bringing a plant 500 miles and calling it a native plant is just hooey, and so you know. But anyway, yeah, we we, we have to deal with the soil we have and and uh, and smile. Hope I helped.
4: No, I did. I did. I I, I won't be as frustrated, um, knowing that this is uh, every everyone is experiencing the, the same
1: thing. So I I took up bowling. It has larger balls. I can't lose them in the soil that way. have a good day thanks for waiting on me appreciate it david you're in fort worth how can i help you uh
5: yes sir uh first of all i have your book and i enjoy it very much and i enjoy your program thank you Uh, very much yes i have a lake house in uh near fairfield texas between fairfield and palestine and every summer it gets covered with poison ivy uh and Mm. i do follow your uh thing in your book about doing the broadleaf Uh, spray on it to get rid of it but i was wondering if there's any if a pre-emergent would would take care of that where i wouldn't have to do that every year
1: the only thing a pre-emergent would control is seedlings that are coming up and probably what you're getting is sprouts that are coming up from roots it won't help with that at all um all right you could you could watch and and gallery would be your your pre-emergent it's not going to hurt anything to put it out um but I have a hunch that you're still going to see a lot of it coming back up again. When you put the broadleafed weed killer out, um, what month are you doing that?
5: I typically do it in March and April.
1: Okay, March would be way too early. Okay. Uh, I'll bet you that you'd get better control if you were to do it in May or early June. Oh, the good. more The more active growth that you have, the better the control will be. And you know how poison ivy, when it comes out in the spring, is a lustrous bright green and then it turns to a leathery dark green as as the summer wears on, right? Yes, sir. You need to get it before it makes that change. Okay. okay. You need to spray when the leaves are full-sized, but before it makes that uh, change over to the leathery weather dark green look. It, you're okay. not going to get nearly as good a control at that point. Um and then see if you have some that is um, nearby um, climbing a tree or or something where there could be some sprouts that are coming up from that plant's roots or something that that are repopulating your house. Is this climbing on the house?
5: No, sir, it's just climbing it does climb on the trees and it's just i mean it's there's a lot of it in the yard, so <laughs>
1: I understand yeah we had we we live on eleven acres and probably and it, most of it's wooded. There was a one-acre meadow, um, and most of the wooded area was chest-deep in poison ivy and blackberry brambles and Smilax briars when we bought the property. Oh. You had to have a vision or be nuts, one or the other. I oh, think that's... I had a little of both. <laughs> and I hired our neighbor with a brush hog to come in and just, just cut it all down, uh, not the trees but all the, all the sure. undergrowth, and that took care of most of it. And the poison ivy that was left, I, I sprayed with a broadleafed weed killer and just was very careful to keep it anywhere away from tree leaves. Yeah. That works really well. Let me back up a little bit, and you probably read this, but let me explain to other people. Where you have it climbing a tree, what you have to do is, is take a long-handled axe and cut it on the tree trunk uh, down near the ground. Cut the these, Some of these trunks of the poison ivy can be as big as your arm. They are. And you, you cut it right at the ground line, then you go up about 18 inches and cut it a second time and you take the head of the axe and just pop that little log out of the way. You're, you're just okay. getting it uh, out of the way so that you can tell for sure, sure, that you have, have cut that. Okay. Uh, I, I guess you could do it with a bow saw if you wanted to, not with a chainsaw because it would spew the oil. But uh, you, you anyway, you get that log out of the way, you have a gap then. And the top is going to die. I would do that now. I'd do that before okay. it leaves out and starts to grow aggressively. It may already be growing. in. in no, I was there this
5: past weekend or the weekend before, and it had not started yet. That's why when I was looking sure. through your book, I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a pre-emergent because you said it's about time to do it. But at the same right. time, I do cut it at the bottom, but I don't cut it at the middle, and I don't uh, take off the, the, the vine because uh, on, on your book it said it may fall off. Well, these have never fallen it will. off.
1: Yeah. Well, what what I would do, and and the reason you you cut it in the middle like that, I'll I'll come back to, but you cut it and and get that log out of the way, and you try to do that in the winter so that you don't have a bunch of dead brown leaves hanging up in the tree all summer, making the tree look ugly. Gotcha. By doing it now, you just have the vines up there, the 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 empty vines before they leaf out. If right. they've already leafed out, then so be it. We still do it now, but uh, you have to and. And for anybody about to go into church, you have to be extremely mindful that any part of poison ivy has the oil that causes the allergic reaction. That's why the long-handled um, uh, acts, that's why you wear long sleeves, you wear gloves that you can either throw away or wash. Um, you might even wear, well, you certainly wear goggles, and you might even wear a, a, a plexiglass mask over your face, right. like people were wearing uh, during the pandemic, et cetera um, and, and long pants. And, and, uh, you don't burn the, the refuse. You, you, you just put it somewhere out to let it dry because the oil is volatile. All right. So you do all that. Now you have that stump that's down at the root part of the, of the, the poison ivy vine that was going up the tree. Take your ax and macerate that. Just chop it up and pour a broadleafed weed killer on that at full strength. Get all the the little choppings up out of the way, so there's no loose sawdust and or and not, well chips. Get them out of the way with a blower, and pour that broadleafed weed killer on it at full strength. Not to the point that it runs all over the ground, but just right onto the uh, the wood, and let it soak into that wood. Okay. And that will get it down into the roots, so it kills the roots, so they can't sprout out again. You might need to do that up around your house if it keeps coming back up around your house.
5: Okay, should I so do that now or wait till yeah. June to do that? Okay, do that.
1: Now. No, I'd do it sometime. It doesn't matter so much uh, if you've if you've already cut it down uh, because you're not worried about dead leaves hanging up in the tree. But uh, sometime in the next month or so, if if okay. you see sprouts coming up, I would. Uh, macerate the stumps that you have from the old vines, big, big stumps. We're talking okay. about two inches or so, uh, and and then pour the broadleaf weed killer on it, at full strength, onto the stumps, not onto the leaves.
5: Okay, very good. Well, I have a yard man that comes and mows it like once or twice a month, and he's a little worried about the, having to mow through the poison ivy all the time. So I'm trying to well, get it right
1: and there. warn him about all of this, and and don't let him catch it because you have him out there chopping away on it with an axe. okay he's wise to be careful yeah absolutely I gave you a really detailed answer to make sure we don't get anybody infected with it no
5: I really appreciate your time thank you so much for your help
1: you are welcome have a good day take care all right Dan and Ennis I'll come to you let me get my last break out of the way and I'll come back to you appreciate your your patience all right folks uh, my book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening all of that is described in Lone Star Gardening as example. This book has a lot of it. I've spent a year writing this book. Um, spent a lifetime learning it and a year writing it. And so you're basically getting Neil for a year for $36.95. That, I hope you will say, is a pretty good deal. I hope so. Thank you, Will. Uh, your satisfaction is guaranteed with the book or I'll give you all your money back. So, And I've not been asked to do that, so I think... People do agree, I hope so. It is a hardback, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and it was printed in San Antonio and bound in San Antonio. Everything about it says, Lone Star Gardening. 11 chapters covering lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals and perennials, fruit and vegetables, and it, was, um, uh, it covers every uh, county in Texas with its information. Chapter two is that 48 page calendar of when to do everything. So you'll never ask Neil, when should I do this or that? Now for a limited time, I have that price at just 36.95. That is a price reduction from the regular price. I, I sign every copy as it sells. I, I do that in my garage and it's a climate controlled garage. Zeus the dog and I do that signing. It's his highlight and my highlight as well. and then, i take him to the post office on Tuesdays um, what else do i need to tell you satisfaction completely guaranteed and uh, so the two ways you buy it that's it not in stores not on amazon you buy it from my website or you call my office the office phone number weekdays is 800 752 grow 800 752 4769 and the website where you can find out even more information on the book, is uh, neilsperry.com and e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot pair. Texas premier roofing contractor. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, the people who did our roof. We hold our hands up. So do. Well, I'm not going to try to do the whole math, but a hundred thousand other. I bet they've done one since they gave me that figure. One hundred thousand roofs installed, and ours. So there you go. A hundred thousand and one roofs installed in North Central Texas. They go any just pretty much anywhere you can hear me. Well. There's a big signal on this station, maybe I'd better not say that, but they'd be happy to talk to you. You can access them by calling tomorrow, 972-562-5788. They do all kinds of roofs. They do composition, that's most of what they do. Clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, new and residential re-roofing. They do flat roofs. It's a second generation family business started in 1986. You will be very grateful for this referral. If the wind the other night did damage to your roof, or if you're just worried that it might have, contact Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. There is no charge for the home inspection of your roof. And if you have a problem, they'll show it to you and show you what it is and what they need to do to make it whole again. And if there is no problem, they will tell you that. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, the roofing company that's built on integrity, quality, and innovation. They are the roofing company I'm proud to recommend because they are the roofing company that's been on our roof, the Sperry Roof. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them, 972-562-5788-WBRoofing.com. News Talk 820, WBAP,
2: 99.5 FM HD2,
3: and WBAP.com.
1: I want to mention very quickly, my electronic newsletter is eGardens. It's free and always will be. It comes from my computer directly to your email on Thursdays, a little after 6 p.m. There always are five stories, and I think you'll find them to be interesting, informative, timely, like an old-fashioned garden section and written specifically for Texas, not pulled off some wire service copy from somewhere. Take a look at it. And see if you don't want to sign up. I think you will, and we invite and and very excitedly welcome a brand new advertiser to eGardens this week, and that is Callaway's. Happy to have them aboard. You'll find some great advertisers in Neil Sperry's eGardens. Look at it at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. You can see what it looks like, and you can also sign up for it right there. Neil Sperry's. E-Gardens free and always will be eighty thousand subscribers. I'll never spam you, nor will I give or sell your email address to anybody. Sign up for it at neilsperry.com. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor,
0: Baylor Scott and White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights and Saturdays and Sundays, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text Better B E T T E R to eight eight four zero eight to download it today. And now
1: back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you. We go to our last call of the day. This will be Dan in Ennis. Dan, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for calling.
4: Good morning. Uh, have, I'll make this very quick. I'm looking for an alternative to mulch in my flower beds, uh, but wanting to hold the moisture in the soil. Uh, in the soil, I wonder if pebble rock or even a larger rock <clears throat> diameter rock would be sufficient to hold moisture. Uh, north side of the house, uh, I don't think, would be as big a problem as the south side of the house. But I'll let you answer from there. What's your
3: opinion?
1: Okay, don't, don't hang up, though, because I have some questions back. Any covering that you put on the ground to uh, moderate temperature, to retard weed growth, to hold moisture, uh, to reduce splashing, those are all ways that we describe mulches. Uh, mulches can be organic. They can be inorganic. You just described an inorganic mulch. So it's still a mulch. What are you trying not to use?
4: I would rather not use cedar mulch, uh, organic mulch, uh, for two reasons. Sometimes it will wash out of the flower beds uh, on the south side of the house. And then also I have a couple of chickens that I will let free range in the evenings, and they love to kick up the organic mulch. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's, that's a very practical uh, uh, answer back to me that I had not heard before, but I understand. Um, there are decorative gravel mulches. I would probably tend to use a rounded uh, stone instead of lava rock, for example. I am absolutely not an advocate of lava uh, mulch because I used it and never could get rid of it afterwards. Oh my gosh, and it is sharp and is painful for kids who run barefoot. Uh, Stones under a foot hurt enough, but lava stone is just sharp. Um, But if you go to a good stone yard, I have an advertiser who has all kinds of decorative gravel. I don't give plugs to my advertisers when I give answers, but you can see them on uh, radio advertisers on my website. But there are there are some beautiful decorative stone that you could use. Just remember that stone can be picked up in a lawnmower and hurled, so be very careful that it stays c- contained. Uh, stone can also be washed in a rain. You might want to go to a small river rock, maybe golf ball size. That would be maybe a good alternative. Got to run. I appreciate you very much, Dan. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Happy gardening.